Yo, what's good, extended fam? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. <laughs> yeah. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I recommend a computer. We're professionals here. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Try to catch me slipping there. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Chip. Title is a different kind of music streaming app that fosters the relationship between artists and fans and values diversity in music. As a part of their fourth annual benefit concert, Title X Brooklyn, they are supporting criminal justice reform. All net proceeds help support charity organizations such as the Equal Justice Initiative, Reform, the Innocence Project, and Cut 50. One in every 15 African-American males is incarcerated, compared to just one in every 106 white men. That means one in three African-American males can expect to go to prison in their lifetime. Past concerts have featured artists like Stevie Wonder, Nicki Minaj, Jay-Z, and Jennifer Lopez. There will be a free live stream of the entire show, October 23rd. You can find out more, donate to the calls, and tune in at title.com forward slash Brooklyn. Download your music and take it with you as Title is available on all your devices. Listen anywhere and at any time, even without Wi-Fi or LTE. Shit. Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Fresco. You can follow me on Twitter at Fresco Ben Famous. That's B I N Famous. And on Instagram at Fresco Fame. Yeah. And I'm your boy, Flaw 700, aka Flaw Claw Van Damme, aka Flaw Cigar. We are the Podcast Brothers, and this is episode 108. 108. Live from Starbucks. Live from Starbucks, downtown Trail. We relocated. You know what I'm saying? Over the course of us doing the show, we've recorded in a few different spots. This, so far, I've got to say, this is a very, very great space to record the show in. I feel like it's very inviting space here in downtown training Starbucks. You know what I'm saying? It's a good spot, man. Well, how you feeling here, bro? I feel good. I feel great. Shout out to the people that's in the building. We got Jarrell from Three Shades Dope. A big uh, homie in the building. We got... Aunt Grave. Aunt Grave. We got Corey. Corey. So we might have some dope photography lined up for y'all if we get the footage. You know what? You if know what? I ain't even going to get on this case this time. I'm going <laughs> to let it slide. I ain't even going to bring it up. I'm going to let it be what it is. But we we hope we're going to get episode 108's footage. You dig? Before, but shout out to the homies in the building for coming through and recording and inviting us into this space. Before we go too deep into this episode, I want to let y'all know that Title X Brooklyn is just a few days away, man. Mm-hmm. October 23rd, I believe it is. Fact it's up. a few days away. Meek Mills, Lil Wayne, uh-huh. uh, The Locks, just to name a few, will be hitting the stage. And the concert supports criminal justice reform. Um, let's go to title.com backslash Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Now, if you got title on your smart device, all you got to do is tune in. I mean, it's that simple. We ain't selling you nothing. But if you want to purchase a ticket and go to Brooklyn and see it, not only will you get a dope show, but you're also going to help prison reform. 
Facts. also going to help out, you know what I'm saying? It's for a good cause. It's for a great cause. It's for a great cause. It's for something that we've been championing since social media has been able to capture a lot of the police brutalities that's been taking place in various places in the states and all the hoopla in regards to what Colin Kaepernick was kneeling for and the whole debate behind all of that, um, all of those things taking place. So if you attend attend this event, you'll be supporting those causes as well. So don't just talk about it, goddamn. Be about it. So... Also, what I want to get into right now is when I, I want to do the final contest for oh. the T-shirt giveaway. This is the final one. The final contestant will be selected for the Podcast Brothers sweepstakes to be entered into winning a Podcast Brothers T-shirt and the grand prize of a $50 Visa gift card. Exactly. Next week, the drawing will be um, for who gets the $50 Visa gift card. So here goes the fifth contestant. Stakes is high. It's between Nivlac Lamage. And from CMU Radio. Shout out Radio. to Calvin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to uh, CMU Radio. The other one goes out to uh, Tyler James. So Tyler the, James? Tyler James. Shout out to Tyler James and, and Calvin Lamage. I'm about to roll it, and you're going to pick them. What? What? Get your roll on. Ah. There's only two of them? Only, only, only two. All right. Only two. Here we go. By the bang, by the boom. Who you and got? the winner of this week's sweepstakes is. Bing! That was terrible. My tongue actually was terrible. It's Taylor. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Taylor is the winner of this week's podcast, Brothers T shirt sweepstakes. You have won yourself a podcast, Brothers T shirt, and a chance to win the grand prize of a $50 Visa gift card. You've been entered. Shout out to CMU Radio, man. All right, man, so we can get into this week's episode. Well, first off, do you have a week? Um, Yeah, I saw Halloween this week. And it was trash as fuck. And when I say trash as fuck, I don't mean just like it had its moments and some of the movies just wasn't tolerable. I mean from start to finish, none of this movie made sense. <laughs> none, none of this movie made sense. I was watching it, and I was just... Like, first of all, I, I can't go to the theaters no more unless they got the reclining chairs. I'm bougie that way now. <laughs> I can't go to the... If you still got them old-ass designs from when the theater was first built, I don't want to watch movies and your shit because I don't feel as comfortable as I could be. Now, the theaters that got the recliner action make it very comfortable for you to enjoy the movie-going experience. But when a movie is trash, what do you do when you're comfortable? You go to sleep. You dozed the fuck up. <laughs> I dozed off like three times. <laughs> I dozed off like three times and I woke up to some shit just screaming. Like, well, what the fuck? Like, but it's, 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 it's a fall. It's a very far fall from what we've come to know of the movie Halloween. And, um, yeah, it was some bullshit. So don't, don't waste your bread. It was so bad. If it gets on Netflix or uh, um, Fire Stick, any of that, still don't watch it. That bad? Still don't watch it. Nah. It's like watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with, with the one with Trey, Trey Songs. songs in it. Oh, it gets no worse than yeah, that. Yeah, it, it was, gets no it was worse like than that. the Trey Songs. It was Texas like Chainsaw that. Massacre. I said one nope. of the worst movies of all times. Yes. So uh that's the scale that I put it on. But other than that, my son is in Boston this weekend, man. My son went to Boston. His mother has family in Boston, which means he has family in Boston. So he went out there for the first time this weekend to spend some time with his family, which I think is pretty cool. I've always wished I had family out of town that I can get up and go visit. So for my son to have that opportunity, I'm, I'm pretty proud of that. So he's out there in Boston kicking it. As long as he don't come back with no Boston gear, mm. we all good. 
<laughs> just just to rub it in, though, right? Like, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. That shit will be taken off and sent back. <laughs> sent the fuck back. Yeah, I ain't really had no week. I will say this, though. I'm no longer shopping online, man. I'm um, <laughs> trying to support. Well, not trying to support, but I seen some fly gear on Instagram. Little champion sweatsuit. So I said, well, let me get that. And I wanted it for the ATL Pod Connect. So I wanted that a few weeks ago. Like, I wanted that a, a while ago. Yeah. It just now came this week. Then I went to, matter of fact, you was there. When it, you got this it, shit it in the mail? It came about three sizes too small. <laughs> There's no way I could fit that. His son couldn't fit that. But I swear to God that I ordered me an extra large. And that's the size that I think I am. I think I'm an extra large. That wasn't an extra large, bro. That was an extra small. Or like an extra medium. You know what? I should have looked at the tag, but I was just so I was just disappointed on how small the outfit was. I just was like, forget it. But turns out my daughter can fit it and she loves it. So Oh, that's dope. It was bread well spent. If you would have got the right size, it would have been a fly outfit though. But it would have been too hot for Atlanta, because turns out it was like ninety in Atlanta the whole time. So I still would have looked I would have it's it's the perfect temperature in in Trenton for that shit. I I bought it because I wanted to wear it in Atlanta. That's right. that's what I copped it for. So had it would have came on time, I would have took it to Atlanta. I would have been burning up because it was hot. <laughs> so good thing that it didn't. I see you was in all shorts and t-shirts mostly in Atlanta. Right. Too. Once I figured, like, because once I figured out what the temperature was, and I realized that I was not getting my outfit in time, I said, let me just put some shorts and tees on, and it actually worked because it was, you know, what I'm saying the temperature was hot. But I while, can dig it. But while we talking about bread, man, that Mega Millions is coming up, yo. When is the last opportunity for a nigga to play? Because uh, I'm about to get like 38 of them bitches. I think it's Tuesday. Word is like Monday. Tomorrow? Tomorrow's the last day to play? Tuesday, Tuesday, 10 o'clock. So Tuesday, we play. But I got the question, right? It's up to $1.6 billion. Are we taking a buyout of $693 million? Or are we taking 30 payments over 29 years with a total of your purse coming out to be $1.1 billion? If what you, you doing? If you, take the, if you take the buyout, you're losing over 400 close to $500 million, but you're pocketing 600 plus at once. At the door. 600 that you didn't have before you got this 600 If you take the payouts... And you live to be 29. I, I think that's the biggest fear for people. Will I live to see all my payments? What if the recession hits again? What if these things happen so they go for the payout? I think that me being a black man, I am in no condition to just say I don't need $400 million. <laughs> that's the type of time I'm on. The payouts are actually decent. Like, you're going to get, like, $20 million here. It's like a, it's like a $15 million loan right. or something. And then you'll get, like, another $49 million right. loan or something. We're not some talking shit like about, that. This ain't no baby. We're not talking no about, pay- oh, you get $50,000 a no week. Bullshit no bullshit installments. But you will get about twenty here. And listen. I mean, that's not a bad way to live, bro. You'll never be the fuck broke. Never. I got bread coming in. And if something does happen to me. That's going to my kid. Like no, my... no, 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 no. You lose it. Oh, word? They don't... If you... If something happens to you, that money's gone. So there is a risk it of It ain't you. no beneficiary on, on, nah. on the lottery? Nah. If you, already, if you already won it? That's the risk. 
So if the government... Oh, no, nah, give me my shit straight the fuck up then. <laughs> nah, that bread that gone. Four, give me that 400 mil straight up then. I just get my son if you 50 did. mil out the account straight up and let that shit accrue interest then. Nah, I'm, like I'm going to take the payouts because you can still... Because, okay, you're going to get 20 million in one check. I'm still breaking them off. If we can't flip nah, man. the millions that we got... While we're here, Hell we don't no. need that bread. Hell no. If something happens to me and I don't get the rest of my bread and it's just a straight cutoff, I'm like, nah. Like, but everybody, and everybody's just cut off? But everybody's still millionaires already. Hopefully. <laughs> if you blow your bread. If you blow your bread. Niggas blow you. bread all the time. I don't. I mean, I, it's the smart thing to do. It's just, what you should do is, you know what I'm saying, do something smart with the bread. But niggas is touching M's that you never thought you was going to touch before. Niggas is blowing some money. Okay, so and then you might ten, you might get a little carried away. Now, I know I'm just saying this from a broke man standpoint. Every, only thing I like, only thing I want. That's the only standpoint I speak from, shit. Only thing that I like and only thing that I want, <laughs> a new TV, a nice car, a nice home. I don't see myself blowing $20 million. Nigga, I'm taking the fam. We going to Bermuda for a month. Nigga, everybody gets a, everybody gets chill time, but uh, but that's like a once in a while type thing. That ain't like every day. Because after Absolutely. this vacation is over, don't fucking call me. Like, go back to your life. <laughs> go back to doing what the fuck you was doing before this vacation started. I did my part. Yeah, we we party, we celebrated. I'm going to Dubai for the rest of the year. I would rather you deposit <laughs> just bread in my account because just put put the money yeah. in my account and you ain't got worry. How much it. I'm getting, son? If you get a lump sum of four hundred million. million? A million? I'm wait, good. Wait, wait, wait. A lump sum. How much? 400? 400 mil. No, it's 600. It's 600. If you get you 600. You lose 400, but you'll get 600. If you, if, if you get 600 mil today, how much am I getting? I'm giving you 20 million. And don't ask me for nothing else. All right, nigga. I'm good. You know, wait, 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 can I get a... Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, wait. No, 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 so I won't have to spend my own mortgage. <laughs> so I, I'd rather just give you, I'd rather just give you five million and just tell you can live with me. Nah, me nah. Why back. you going jit me fifteen? Let me, for- let me take that back because I just I just blew six hundred million dollars and didn't even know it. If exactly. I give you twenty million. That means I got to give the rest of your siblings twenty. The rest million. of my siblings twenty million. My kids got to get millions. Mom's got to get. I'm broke. No, Listen, so you, bro. After you give me mine, what you do with the rest is none of my no, concern. No, 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 no. I got 20 million. I know some people that I want to see do good. And if I got to break it down by 20 million a piece. Nah, if I get if I get 600 mil, I'm breaking everybody. I'm breaking all my siblings off of five. Five is good. I'm going to break all my siblings off of five. I'm going to give mom 20. I promise you, you won't you won't hear from me again. I will take five. Never? Not even say thank you, motherfucker? No, 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 I'm saying. I'm saying. <laughs> you won't see me 10 years from now. Hey, yo, like, yo, bro, bro, I'm fucked up. I need- <laughs> I'm like, nigga, get you. I'm going to tell you straight up. Get your bum ass out of here. It's like, yo, it's on time. Hard times, man. I can't afford my 1.5 million mortgage. I'm like, bro, nobody told you to buy a house that fucking big. So the conclusion is you're going to do what? Take the six hundred million. Or- I'm taking. See, I thought if you take it in installments, then you know you can have a beneficiary or something like that, where you can set up the funds to go to a, in the event of an unfortunate accident or something like that. But since that isn't the case, absolutely not. I want all my bread up front. Then mm-hmm. this is no guarantee. I'm going to get everything afterwards. If I take those first couple of lump sums, you know what I'm saying the rest isn't. Unfortunately, it isn't guaranteed. I'm just. It's borrowed, I'm living on borrowed bread. I don't want to do that. I'm Give me that bread straight I'm up. I'm definitely torn, you know what I'm saying? Being black in America, 
I'm buying and, a, um, I'm buying a crib. We're definitely like in no position four to states. say <laughs> four hundred million. I don't need you. I'm buying a crib in Miami. I'm buying a crib somewhere in Texas. But I'll somewhere take, in California. I'll take somewhere the payouts. In New York. I'll take the payouts. You'll take the payouts. I'll take the payouts. I the payouts. Nah, man, that's too I have risky. confidence in myself that I'm going to live thirty more years. How the fuck? <laughs> I have confidence in what? myself. What? You have confidence in yourself that you're living? That don't make no live. fucking sense. I have confidence in my, Having confidence in yourself makes no sense. I have confidence in myself. Uh, okay. So. All right. That's fine. So, man, last night they got it popping, man. By the time y'all hear this, it'll be two nights ago. But if you was up or if you're just tuned into ESPN, they're, going, they're playing it all day. The Houston Rockets and the Los Angeles Lakers got into it last night. Late man. gang, ho. Um, y'all talking Ingram. About? The young boy, right? Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Shout, st- out to Bang- Shout out to Brandon Ingram, man. First off, I want to just go on a limb and say James Harden started it just because. If you watch all his games, man, he's always doing t- extra shit. Yeah, he's extra. And uh, eventually it's going to catch up to him. And I think that's what happened last night. James Harden is the nigga to throw a rock and hide his hands. James Harden is that guy you just want to sw- steal off on just because of his antics on the court. Flopping, right. throwing his hands, and you get mad because it's good defense, but it's James Harden. Right. So Ingram got mad, pushed Harden, and somehow, some way, this led to Chris Paul and Ray, Ray John Rondo coming face to face. Shout out to Rondo, man. And according I'm to all the, for the dumb and shit. And according to the slow-mo footage, Rondo spits on CP3. Yes, he did. For those of you who did not see it, there is proof that Rondo spit in a slick way. I mean, he 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 didn't do the hot spit. He didn't even make the lip gesture. The he spit came from like the side of his mouth. It was like he was a prof- he's a professional, professional spitter, spitter outside of playing ball because the way this nigga disguised his spit. Like, if they didn't have cameras, nobody would have saw this shit. If like, was, this nigga 007 spit. If it was not, for the, nigga, like, if it was not for the slow-mo, we would have we no. would have thought that Melo might have spit on CP3 because of the angle where Melo was trying to talk to the ref. So CP3, um, um, you know, touched his face. Like, oh, you spit on me. I don't know, you know. That nigga spit with his mouth open. Was how Facts. The fuck? <laughs> Tobacco spitter. Like, he, he, he got to be from the South. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck you spit at somebody with your mouth open? You must. That's you either take your time and practice your spit, or you really don't like that nigga. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just not normal. All hell broke loose. A few fists was thrown. Rondo connected twice before CP3 connected. I got a question. Well, yeah, go ahead. Who landed the best punch? Rondo, because he landed the first. He landed the flush ones to me. I think people was holding CP3 back. So even though his fist was connecting, it wasn't met with force. Right. He got that. Rondo got that first clear right away. Like yeah. that no holds, not no hold back punch. The first punch. The not, first punch CP3 should have threw. Actually. Not to get off topic, but still on topic. You know what came up when this happened, right? The Chris Childs, Kobe Bryant situation. That's Why? Just this. It's just like when, Why? when a fight happened. You brought it up then, you the Chris, No, I'm just Motherfucker, you. I'm just you. saying. <laughs> <laughs> that, Chris, that Chris Childs two-piece. <laughs> you motherfucker. Why niggas always want to throw my man Kobe in some shit that ain't got nothing to do with? Just saying. Anyway, we're going to talk about Kobe a little later, yeah, too. Um, but after the melee... The Banana Boat Boys was actually in the building. Who? Mello, the Banana Boat Boys. What that mean? You don't, you don't know that? It's it's LeBron. You don't know them. It's LeBron, CP3, Mello, and Wade. That's the name of they That's the name click? of they, Well, that's what the media named them because they was on that Banana Boat. Oh, man. You remember that? That's the a Banana bad, Boat that's Boys. A, that's a bad group name, bro. But three of them were in the building. I would not sign them niggas. Mello, LeBron, and CP3. Uh-huh. LeBron... Got his boy CP3 out of there. Melo looked like, oh, what the hell's going on? Let me break this up. 
I want to talk about LeBron James and the way he just walked off the court with CP3 and kind of wasn't with his team. And the question that I have is, who's your brother on the court? Your best friend slash brother or the people that you share a jersey with? Uh, my, It depends. I'm a, I'm a situations guy, though. So, I'm, you know what I'm saying? It's never that clear for me. But in this particular situation, it looked like it just simply looked like LeBron was closer to CP3 to stop him from engaging in the bullshit further. So he went to the first person he was closer to to stop the, the dumb shit. I, and it wasn't like he he went past bullshit. Oh, what the fuck? You can't use my own button on me. That's bullshit. <laughs> It, was, it wasn't like he went past Rondo to get to CP3. Like, CP3 was already in arm's reach. Like, if you would have pushed Rondo to the ground and then gave CP3 a hug, like, I got you, bro. I ain't going to let these niggas do nothing to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's different. But the fact that him and him and uh, Chris Paul do have a friendship off the court that's been years, like, I don't I don't see nothing wrong with that. Bitch, I, this is my second game with you niggas. You're my <laughs> but, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's my second my second game with you niggas. Like y'all ain't, know you niggas. You ain't earned the respect for me to step over my brother to help you. And Ronda was handling himself anyway. He hooked nah. the shot of Chris Paul. Nah. But here's my thing. You keep going back. You you, you like Chris Paul got hooked, though. You keep going I back. I do. I do, man. I, it's late gang, bro. Here's my thing. <laughs> you're my brother. You're my brother. You're my best friend. But when the ball tips, I got this color jersey on. So let me ask you. If a question. you're really my boy. We should be able to talk about this after the fact. I got, especially I got young teammates. Like, Ingram looked like he a shooter. I mean, like a real shooter. Like, you want him on your side. And Rondo. That nigga arm so long, he can aim at anybody and hit them niggas point and let's blank not range. remember. <laughs> I'm shocked Rondo wanted to join the Lakers. Him and LeBron ain't never get along, especially right. in the Boston days. So, right. so Rondo already think you soft. Like, you LeBron, you soft. I really don't like you, but we're mature. I want to. Rondo needs a team to Rondo play Rondo can't say that now. But that's how he feel. And LeBron just stamped what he thought. You understand? <sighs> to me, to me, if I feel like you a sucker and we now play together. Nah, because I feel like Rondo, Rondo might have done the same thing if he was playing against KG or Paul Pierce. You know what I'm saying? And some shit like that happened. He... I don't, I don't see it being far-fetched from him being off to the side having a side conversation with KG. So I see that happen. That if Rondo was still on Boston, no, no, no. If he was, if he was still on Boston, but KG was playing for the fucking the Nets at the end of his career with that bum ass team. If KG gets into it and Rondo's able to restrain KG to keep him like calm, I can see him doing that. I don't see that happening. I really don't see that happening on no other squad. You got to go with your teammate. To me, that's my opinion. I've never seen. I don't think. I don't think that thought went through his mind like. Chris is my friend. Let me stop him. I really think it was just, oh, shit, these niggas is wilding. Let me grab him. Okay. But my thing is, yes, he broke up the fight. But then when you put your arm around him and y'all walk off the court together, you may, that's a whole different thing. Breaking up the fight is one thing. He didn't even go over to his own teammate to see was they good. He trying to calm down CP3. See them niggas in the locker room in like 10 minutes. Because <laughs> that's you. where the fuck they going. <laughs> right. But, off the court. But you're my brother. Okay. So, and so if me and you playing for different teams, so our team's playing each other, and I'll hook your fucking teammate, but your teammate is closer to you. I'm closer to you to grab, to stop fighting to your teammate. If we're on different teams and our team's fighting, I'm jumping in it. I'm just not going after you. 
That's what I'm saying. So if we walking with that mentality, if we both going with that mentality, we gonna end up fighting. No, we not. Yes, we is. Because if I'm like, nigga, this is my team. I don't give a fuck, brother, or not. If you over there or not, if you start wilding on my teammates, we in the same jersey. I got, I got to take you out. If it's just a one on one, I'm breaking y'all up. That's what if happened. It's a team, no, 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 no. That's what happened. Ingram jumped in. You kidding me? Ingram jumped in. LeBron already had his arms around Chris Paul when Ingram came in and threw that lanky ass punch. Like I don't even. That shit was a wet noodle. Punch. I get you, but it was still like two Lakers trying to well on CP3, and I don't know who Ingram swung on. He swung on somebody. I think I don't CP3. Know who he swung on. I think CP3 was already out the picture when he started swinging, so he was connected with somebody. But what I'm saying to you is, if me and you play for the NBA and our teams is playing. You get into a scuffle with somebody, I'm breaking it up. Neutral. If the team start fighting, I'm helping my team, but I'm not going after you. That's what he did. That's what I saw. They just started fighting. He broke it up. I ain't see it that way. His brother was closer to him. He could have broke it up and still went on his side. He was on. (laughs) Bro, break it up, but then go where your team is. And then do what? Just stand there? Calm your team down. Man. Yo, I know what happened. He saw Chris Paul take that first punch to the goddamn face and was really concerned. <laughs> that shit looked painful. You seen that nigga squint after he got hit? <laughs> that nigga hit you with one of these after you catch a punch. That shit really shocked you, and they left a, it left a sting. I'm pretty sure he bruised around the eye socket area this morning. That's cool. I seriously think that um, LeBron should have, um, you know, broke it up beside it with his Laker team. And I did a little poll on Twitter. To I don't see. have a problem with what he did. I, I took a little poll on Twitter to see um, what the people thought. And I don't really have it now because it's recording on the camera. But if I remember correctly, um, which one would you pick? Which one? Who was in the right? Or which one would you go after? Would you protect your brother? Or would you go? Or would you protect the person with the same jersey you had, had on? And 60-something percent said that they would go for their brother, best friend slash brother. So right. some people said So you went a forty you went a forty percent? Yeah, it was it was it was so forty percent said, you know, it was a teammate thing. But here's my thing. We got the same color jerseys on. We're going to war. Like if you're my brother, we'll talk about this later. That's what I think. I think they could have got on a banana boat in the summertime and talked about it. Them niggas better not ever get on another fucking banana boat, man. I'm surprised you ain't know nothing about that. But LeBron, shout out to LeBron. Shout out to LeBron, man. Uh, the more Lakers scrutiny, are 0 More scrutiny. It's all good. They're going to kill him for this. It's still early. My thing is just that now these motherfuckers have fucked up uh, the the team gelling, uh, the team chemistry, because they're going to get suspended for a good amount of games. Then the team's going to possibly find a rhythm without them. And then when they come back, they got to find another fucking rhythm, rhythm with them. So you're fucking up the season. That's what I'm more concerned about. Absolutely. We got four years with LeBron. We can't waste not one. You see them boys in Golden State, the boys in Portland, the boys in Oklahoma City, y'all fucking around. Stop playing with this bullshit. So. Spit on that nigga in the locker room in the tunnel or something. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that shit on the court. I was having a conversation with somebody, right? And they was just like, the, as men, because men are visual creatures, the person you should marry is the person that you would Google. What? The person that a man should marry is the person that he would Google. Meaning... Put in your Googles right now, describe her, and that's the person you need to be looking for. That sounds stupid. It, does it sound stupid? I mean, it kind of... And then I, said, then I said, you know what? It makes sense as to why a Kanye West or somebody... Like, what do you mean Google? Like, just Google the qualities and what, stuff? What, physically, what are you into? Big butts, breasts, skin tone, hair? Uh, uh, and, uh, and how Physically. Does, now, how does that result in you finding somebody to date? Because... 
for example, men, uh, well, this is what they tell us. This is what they tell me that as men, we are physical creatures. So, you know, we like to look at the physical, right? Yeah. So if you're in a relationship and you're with her because, oh, she has a great personality, but physically she doesn't catch your eye, but she's pretty dope. You're always going to have that wandering eye. Mm-hmm. Which means more more than likely you might cheat on your wife because there's something more tempting out there. And at the end of the day, adult personality doesn't always win. Or, for example, like I said, I bring up the Kanye West, Kim Kardashian, where we might think Kim is such an airhead. But when she throw that lingerie on, you might be like, dang. Yeah, I'm not going nowhere tonight. Because physically, she captures your imagination. How many times did I hit it already? Because then... You know, <laughs> you know, if it's like thirty times, I get like, what well, you're saying. I'll be back. It still like, has to be good. I'll be back. It still has to be good, but you know, but you get what I'm saying, though. You come in those situations where you're like, man, this girl got a dope personality. She dope, but she doesn't. I, really- I feel like we had this conversation on the previous episode already. It's like that that scenario where it's an eighty twenty thing. Like she's dope. But the sex might lack, or the sex is fire, that's not but you I'm can't stand that. being around her for nothing else. That's not what I'm talking about, though. Like, all of that's cool. But I'm just saying, the person that you should marry is the person that you should, the person you should marry is the person that you should Google? Google for the physical. I ain't talking about, oh, the sex is whack, because don't, you don't know. You can't Google that. That's you just, can't Google who got the best. You can't Google uh, who breath don't stink. I, I feel like you can't Google that shit neither. Like, so, I Google... Do you watch what porn? What my preference is. Do you watch porn? Yeah, but... So what's your go Hold to? on, though. But you can't Google some shit like, all right, I like big butts, and I cannot lie. And a fucking list of bitches that want to date you pop up because you looking for bitches with big butts. Like, I don't... What I'm saying is, when you watch porn, what's your go-to girl? What does she look like? Uh, you know, man, it depends on what day it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> Depend on what day it is. I might want to watch Latino today. Tomorrow might be Ebony. You know what I'm saying? I, okay. So now I might throw in a little BBW in there. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? I don't know. Okay. So now you just narrowed it down. Black, Latino, or BBW. Now, okay, those three. Right? So yeah. now you just narrowed it down. So now you go, okay, I know for a fact that I might marry one of these three selections. Because this is what I'm searching no, for. No, no. No? I don't, I don't look at it like that. Yeah, that's what I like, but that's not necessarily what I'm looking for. Sometimes what you like ain't what the fuck you're supposed to have. So that is true, but that comes from a mature standpoint. But then guess what happens when you get bored or forget you're being mature? You go after what your, what your brain is programmed to You think. can do that, but, you know, I feel like it's a, it's a way to go about doing that so you don't uh, jeopardize your character, but... You get to a certain age where you're like, man, I'm ready to settle down, man. Looks don't matter. I just want a good girl. And then it's all fine and dandy until you be like, damn, she got a fat ass. Damn, she did it. And then, and then you forget, well, damn, she got a dope personality at home. But at the end of the day, you got that wandering eye because as men, we're physical creatures. You always going to have a wandering eye, man. That shit ain't going nowhere. No, that shit ain't going nowhere. If your girl got the fat ass, always got the pedicure, always whatever it is that you like. And she keeps that up. You'll look, but you'll be like, "My girl got that too." Mm-hmm. Damn, my girl built like that too. So it's it helps. But if your girl ain't really, if she doesn't possess the physical qualities that you really, really want, why the fuck is that your girl then? Because she has a nice personality. That's bullshit. <laughs> and she laughs at your jokes. <laughs> 
Well, that might help, but still, that's bullshit. You better not be in a relationship like that. If you not, how can you? Well, I don't know. I'm speaking from my my perspective. I don't want to cast my perspective and make it seem like the end all be all. But I don't think you should be in a relationship with somebody you're not physically attracted to. I don't. She could be physically dope, but is she the one that you goo? Which is just a little something that they brought up. I was like, yo, it, it kind of makes sense. And this is not nah, saying. that shit don't make sense to me. It, it, it kind of makes sense. So, ladies, this is not saying that, hey, go out and go get surgery and go do your body. That's not what I'm saying. do it anyway. Yeah, but, but I don't want them to be like, oh, flaws on the podcast, body shaming. No, I'm not body shaming. <laughs> get I'm his just, ass. I'm not body shaming. Get I'm him. Just, I'm going to create a new hashtag for you every episode. Hashtag stop flaw from body shaming. I'm not body shaming at all. So this is what I'm not saying. I'm, I'm not saying go under the knife and go do any of these things and go get the Kim Kardashian, the Kylie Jenner. No, that's not for everybody. But I can understand why somebody would go after somebody like that. Because this is what I'm Googling anyway. This is the Barbie doll. Um, I, I, feel like you not, I feel like you never really win with that shit. Like, I feel like. You're never going to get everything that you're looking for or that you might want in a person. So, yeah, shorty might have a dope personality, but to get that shorty with the dope personality, you might have to you might have to sacrifice her physical abilities. You know? Uh, you might get the joint with the dope physical abilities, but you might have to sacrifice her having a dope personality. You just, or somewhere in the middle. You just hit it on the nail, though, and that's what I'm getting at. What are men willing to sacrifice? That's basically what I'm saying. Right. Which, which one are you more willing to sacrifice? Would you say, damn, she's... And once again, I'm going to go with the Kim Kardashian thing. To some people, she seems like an airhead. But... You one of those people? Too? I'm one of those people. Might be. Like but when she's built like that, yeah. you look past the, you know what? She's, she ain't the brightest thing in the world, but goddamn, she bad. I put people in a box, man. If I only see you naked all the time... But if we're going to think about sex, if we're physical, I'm going to talk about your personality. When if you're we're physical naked all the creatures time. and when you're naked, it is the beautifulest thing in the world to me. I think that you can look past that. Like, this is my wife. She got the bubbliest of the bubbles. Titties out the head. Was flat she, stomach. Uh, was she getting naked before she was your wife or for for like viewing pleasure? What like, you did you meet her when she was? That's a personal thing. Some men don't care if that's your wife was an ex porn star or something. Or they don't care. Like, she's mine now. <laughs> That's that's something different. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, she gets she gets naked. I'm not one now. of those people. I'm not one of those people. But I'm just using her as, as an example. Yes, she was getting naked, and the sex tape was leaked without her permission. Um, shout out to Ray J. But shout I'm out to just, Ray J. But I'm just saying that exclusive. that's his wife now, and that might be the typical woman that he might have googled. So he said, "I might as well marry her because this is the woman that I'm actually looking for." That's Maybe. what I'm saying. Well, I can see that. And even though we might not need those gems, this is sound weird to Google googling. Like what I, you might maybe like. the Google is throwing you off, but if you watch porn and you're searching for a specific woman, man, I'm not. It, listen, if I can watch porn and the bitches that I'm googling on porn are those same women that are like in my neighborhood, I, I'm like I'm like looking for fantasy shit. Like I'm not. If so, I can, if you're, if I can search Pornhub and there's a woman on Pornhub who I pleasure myself to in my own time that lives across the street from me. I'm busting that move. I'm not watching Pornhub. Because the person that you Googled is across the street. 
Exactly. But there saying. aren't any motherfuckers on Pornhub that look like the bitches across the street <laughs> or around the corner in your neighborhood. So you settling for less. You make it my I'm point. not settling if for less. Google, if you can I'm, Google, I'm being realistic. Bruh, if you can Google her and say, damn, she bad. But then when you walk outside, you're like, I'll never find her. So let me just settle for this. You set All right, yourself well, up. In, re- in, in response to your question, one of the things that I'm willing to sacrifice a tad bit is the physical ability. Right, you don't have to have the fat ass or the super big titties and nothing like that for me to be like, you know what? I like you. I can fuck with you. I'm more into personality, but I still got to be attracted to you at the same time. Do but you, you like- don't have to have the whole uh, societal what what society normalized as like being a bad a bad bitch with the ass and the surgeries and none of that. I hear you. I just think that it might help. It might help you. As men, not you personally, but just and us. I don't need no fucking help. Not you, <laughs> just us as men. Just, you know, I just just like throwing gems I did. Like, I heard something, and even though I've never thought of it, but it, it kind of makes sense. Did you me. Google a joint that you might like after you came up with? No, but I know what I like based off my past Googles. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So you mean actual Googles or a past relationship? Put it like this. When you do search for porn. You'll keep flicking through scenes until you find a girl that you think is fire. You might say, Ebony Nah, porn. man, she should got to be nasty enough. You don't, so you don't care what she look like? You yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I oh, care what she look okay, like. But she okay. can look good and be corny okay. as hell and the porn she doing. Like, bitch, this I've shit why? I'm not, I'm not watching this. Like, I've seen a fire join. She be like, bro, what the hell is she I'm doing? Like, what the but fuck? she pretty, but she dope, though. I'm like, you she corny dope, as hell. Though. You look good, but bitch, <laughs> you don't know how to fuck. I'm not watching this scene. <laughs> you like, you ain't got no microphone. But you'll keep, you'll, you'll search ebony porn and you'll keep searching until you find a dope. Shorty. And then you look at her and say, oh, my God. But then you go and you think that, well, since she ain't across the street and since she ain't in my city, I'll never have nothing like that. Nah, you, she might be the next town over. You just never know. That's all. I'm good on Googling bitches I want to date. It just doesn't seem wholesome. <laughs> it just doesn't seem wholesome. <laughs> it's just I'm more of the, oh, hey, how you doing? Oh, that's an interesting magazine you're reading. You you come to this coffee shop often? Yeah. Me too. <laughs> no, I don't, but Ooh. fuck it. I'm here today. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Bullshit. Fuck. I need control of the fucking button. All right? I'm tired. I'm going to hit the bullshit button. Or I don't care. All his interviews are just shit. I don't care. I don't care. I'm trying to find some emotion in this guy. I'm fucking finished with this nigga, bro. <laughs> Next topic, man. What are the downsides of being a man? The downside wow. of being a man. The downside of being a man? What you think? Uh, from your perspective. From my perspective, in our time of need, we get asked that infamous question. You good, bro? And then bro says, I'm good. But bro ain't good. And But bro ain't good. And then what the bros do? Go get some alcohol, some weed, or whatever y'all do today. And y'all talk about bitches. Y'all talk about sports. Not really taking care of the real issue at hand. Because once you say you good, all right. Because more than likely, as a man, you probably ain't had nothing for him anyway. But <laughs> right. toughen up, it'll get better, whatever. Whatever damn. it is that we say to Damn, my nigga, that shit, that shit really happened. crazy. Yo, damn, that's wild. Like, uh. I don't know what to tell you. So <laughs> I don't know it, could, tell you. it could be it could be and it, and it sounds simple to the outside world because I remember cause I asked this question in the Facebook group and somebody who I ain't going to say no names. They reply was nothing. There's nothing hard about being a man because they just think that, oh, because we don't have to deal with the pregnancy, the hormones, um, just, you know, and women have it very tough. 
But I think that it's also important for men to talk about, you know, the things that, you know, is hard for us. And that's one of them. It's expressing ourselves. Mm-hmm. I was in the barbershop a few days ago. And the typical conversation that you talk about in the barbershop is sports. Excuse me. We all go to it. Sports and who's going to knock who out. Who team is going to beat who. A random guy brought up a serious topic. It was had something to do with. So a random barbershop in the barbershop, random guy brought it up. Turns out that everybody in that barbershop had a story, but nobody had this guy. And I came in, we wouldn't have had that conversation. Mm-hmm. We all just would have been like, yo, what's up, man? What them Sixers looking like? You know what I mean? No one deep down inside. We all probably got something to talk about, but we just don't. So why cover it up? Why mask it with the surface conversation? I think that in those situations, when things do happen, I think men do feel alone. It's like, who who you going to tell without feeling weak, vulnerable, or soft? When I need to talk, I'm going to talk. But I I do that when I've pretty much faced whatever whatever it was that was bothering me. And it's like, all right, I'm I'm in a phase of trying to get past whatever it is that's bothering me. But when somebody actually does ask you, yo, you good? Yeah, I'm good because at the time you asked me, I don't feel like talking to you about it. You know what I'm saying? I don't. But why not? That's that's. But that's why not? Yeah, you don't. I, you I don't, don't feel know. like talking about it. Not, not at that particular moment when I was asked, "Are you good?" I I don't have a problem with saying. I mean, it shit a little crazy right now, but I don't feel like talking about it. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a problem with that, but depending on who it is, like you might get a little insight, or you might just get, "I'm good." You know what I'm saying? But depending on who you are, if you a little closer to me in that way, then I might give you a little insight. You know what I'm saying? Or I'll, I'll tell you what's going on without wanting to talk about it. Yo, such and such happened, but I'm still kind of fucked up about it. I don't feel like talking about it. So what are we at, nigga? Right. That's, you just basically said what I just said. It's like that's, that's the typical, but you might think that that's some normal stuff. That's some what? Just, normal? Just give me the weed. I'll talk about it when I'm ready. But meanwhile, the pain that you got going on or the hurt, you keep it held in because you might not trust this person with how you feel. Because if, yeah. you, if I tell you how I feel and you either laugh or it's just like, you'll be all right. Or you go tell somebody. Or you go tell somebody. <laughs> like when women, when they go through their thing, bro, they the, the women surround each other. They laugh, they cry, and they go out and they have a good time. You know what I'm saying? Like they got that, 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 that sisterhood. We really don't, and we think we do. We think it's a brotherhood just because we're around each other asking us. You good, bro? I feel like male camaraderie is good. I feel like a lot of a lot of niggas is just cool with being in the space of being around the homies, and it kind of takes away from whatever it is that they're dealing with without talking about it. Even though you should talk about it, but maybe just shooting the shit and kicking it with the homies is their own therapeutic way of dealing of getting over or ignoring whatever it is that they what that they're dealing with. Right, hanging out with the homies, and you say like, "Are you good, bro? I just want to get out the house." Right, the niggas, they the homies in the crib. Playing 2K, cracking on each other. But just, you know what I'm saying? That that moment of feel-good energy with the boys just shooting the shit. You know what I'm saying? It can lift your spirits up. But it's what you do to cover it up because you're really not handling the situation at hand. Like, I mean, sometimes it just is what it is. Sometimes it ain't nothing to handle, you know what I'm saying? But the situation, you just got to accept it for what it is. There's nothing that you're going to do or say can really alter the effects of what already happened. So... You know what I'm saying? You sulk to yourself or you stay in your moment until you realize, all right, it is what it is. Let me figure out how I can move around this shit so I don't feel like 
You know what I'm saying? It's taking an emotional toll on me. You want to know what's another thing, another situation where, like, it's tough on a man? And I don't know if you'll agree with this. I don't know if anybody in the room will agree with this. But trying to be the alpha male in the room or the coolest guy, that pressure that you put on yourself mentally because you think that when I walk in here, I got to be the fresher than everybody else or I got to be the alpha male when I walk in that room. Instead of how many men are here now? Five? Yeah. Two, five? Like, just why can't it just be five cool dudes having a good time? But how many times have you walked into a, a situation where there's just one guy who want to talk about what he got on or what he doing or how many girls he got or how much money he gets? Yeah, we stay away from them. I mean, all of that shit is assumed. Like, I don't have the mentality, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to give the next man... You know what I'm saying? That respect off top. I ain't going to think I'm the only one that's fresh. I'm the only one that's getting, you know what I'm saying, whatever shit that I'm getting that made me feel good, whether it be money or a pussy or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, nigga, I got it. All right, cool, bro. I don't know what the fuck you telling me for because, I mean, I'm, I'm getting that shit too, and I'm not really impressed by you bragging to me about it. But whatever, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? But I just assume... We can be five cool niggas in a room. You know what I'm saying? I can feel like I'm the coolest without making you feel less cool. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to... My, me me shining my star doesn't have to diminish yours. Or you shining your light doesn't have to make me feel like mine is any less brighter. That's just... That, I just feel like that's about confidence. If you cool with yourself, you're confident with yourself. It don't matter what this nigga doing, what this nigga doing. Oh, y'all got... Oh, oh y'all lit? Oh, should I see y'all? That's what's up. Well, cool. I'm doing me too. You know what I'm saying? And we... Kind of, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, build on that. So a funny you just got to be solid with, with who you are. A funny thing happened. I was I was playing with my son. I mean, y'all know my, my son. I tell, talk about him the time before. I wanted a kiss from my son. He said, no, you don't get no kisses. Mommy get kisses. Then he just balled up his fences and he wanted to play fight. I said, why do you want to fight me? Like, you're a challenge, that, bro. Huh? You're a challenge. But, 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 How come niggas with muscles don't want to fight, man? What the fuck you got them for? See? See that? This, this is what we're talking about. Look what at you it. got them for? But this, but this is what I'm talking about, though. It's just like, okay, hey, son. You know, I want to, I want, we can play, we can do all of that. But why can't dad get some kisses? Why am I the one, why do I got to play fight with you? And it's I get not kisses like I grew him up on that. It's just like, okay, I just asked you for one thing. And it's just like, yo, bro, I don't, I, I don't want to play fight. I don't want none of that because I wanted some kisses. Yeah, I'd have felt I'd have been offended. I ask myself okay, for kisses okay. all the time. I don't get why I'm offended. If I'd have got told that message from my son, I'd be offended. I probably would have just grabbed his face and took it. You're like, fuck it, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> you gonna give me my sugar out this bitch, little nigga? Fuck that. Pause. But um, I don't think it's. I don't know. I guess it's just a kid thing. You know what I'm saying? He's still in the pre-era of birds and bees, so and you certain want- stuff are delegated. It's at that age. Shit is gender delegated. And you want to know what's crazy? It's like I can go on and on with a list, but one thing we didn't talk about is being a black man in America. You know what I mean? Dealing with the cops, dealing with the laws, dealing with the jobs, dealing with, you know what I'm saying, the environments we in. You understand what I'm saying? It's so pressure daily. We could talk about a list, a grocery list full of things as to the downsides of a man, and we didn't even talk about, you know what I'm saying, being a black man in America. But these were mine. Is there anything? Like, what are the downsides of being a man to you? I just I've, the downside to being a black man in America is that you always get a you'll always get a hesitant look. No matter what it is, you can just be minding your business. You know what I'm saying? You can be or applying for a job, but somebody feels as though you fit the mold of a stereotypical black guy. You know what I'm saying? And this 
they might be hesitant to take a chance on you because of that, because of what they might believe black men to be. You know what I'm saying? So you might got to put in a little extra work to get the simple opportunities that somebody, a white person or whatever might get. So I think that, I think the hesitant looks for opportunities is one of the most difficult things about being a black man in America for me. And you want to know what's crazy? And this might be something that's not really that crazy, but I hate just to be at work and then the, the, the typical white guy comes by you. Hey, real. And he wants to talk about hip hop or something that 50 Cent did. It's like, I, I don't want to talk to you about that. Like, how do you know I even like 50 Cent? Or right. how do you even know I like basketball? It's a simple thing. It's just like, don't talk to me about sports just because I'm black. You know what I mean? I'm a guy. Like, that's just me. Like, I don't, I don't take sports that way, though. I don't take sports. I take music that way, but not sports. I feel like sports is more universal than music. Well, hip hop music, just a bit. So it's mighty. Asked me about basketball. If I, I'm wearing a fucking basketball jersey, if a white dude was like, "Hey, hey, Matumbo's still blocking shots, son," I'm like, "All right, nigga. Like, <laughs> you obviously don't know what the fuck is going on. You just on. wanted something to say to me. You know what I'm saying? You could have just said nothing. What Matumbo did last night? Good. I, I might, I might feed into the conversation. Well, how much she averaging these days? I think about 17. Huh? Hey, shut your white ass up. <laughs> fuck you talk about. But um, I um, I don't have a problem with those conversations. But music. Depending, on, I feel like depending on the artist that you name would let me know how in tune you are with what's really happening to make me get a, a gauge the conversation. If you walk up to me, ask me what I thought about Dr. Dre last album or fucking 50s, I'm like, bro, you get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> niggas ain't even making music. Like, you just, you just trying to be an asshole. But if you come up on some shit like, hey, that the HBO the shot with Drake talking about the situation with him kind of pushing T was pretty crazy, huh? Oh, you actually might know a little bit. You know what I'm saying? That's not a conversation that's brought up regular. So it all depends. I'm, I'm more of a context clues kind of person. Depending on how you coming through the conversation, I'll weed your shit out. So or I might be willing to have that conversation. So in a nutshell, I'll just say, you know, for me, the downside of being a man is the feelings part, the expression part, the expression part. You know what I'm saying? Like, they'll say you're allowed to express it, but when... We do, and I speak for myself. When I do, it needs to be it needs to be received at the utmost. Because the second I say something that's not received well, back in the cave I go. Like you're really not going to get much from me, and I can shut down for for anybody because if, that's something you should work on too, though. Like if you know that you tend to shut down when somebody doesn't listen to you, try to approach it differently because now you're just further putting yourself in the shell and hindering your own communication. That's why we're having a conversation to bring it to the light. At the same time. It still is what it is. So when I do express myself, let it be received so the next time I'm going to be more open to continue my conversation. Right. Like, I know but I you need can't. to work on it, but if people are, are going to shove my insecurity in my face, I'm going to react accordingly. Right. But you can't always expect that from people, though. You can't expect that understanding from people all the time. But you still got to be comfortable with saying how you feel, regardless of how it might Hell be received. No. I, I now, because I've, if you if you it. feel a certain if you feel a certain way, regardless of how you re, somebody else reacts to it, I still I'm still going to let it be known. I've been there. If people are curious as to what's going on in your life and you try to explain to them, you could probably confuse them more than they were before. And you're like, you know, what? I shouldn't have said nothing anyway because I look worse because you weren't understanding what I was trying to say. And it's, I would rather not have said nothing to you at all. So now, when the next person asks in my head, I'm like. You're not going to get it, so I'm not going to say I got nothing to say to you. Whatever you think is going on with me, it is. What, what you it mean, is. the next person? What I'm saying, like if if you tell A, 
If you tell person A what's going on and they be like, I don't get it. What, what, what do you mean? You're like, oh, you know what? Don't worry about it. And then person B comes along. Yo, real, what's good? You know what? Whatever. Because of my conversation with person A. Mm-hmm. I mean, is person B a random or somebody that you have like some type of rapport with? Well, if you have the rapport, the person you have the rapport with, more than likely, that's your dog, that's your ace, and they're going to ride with you regardless. So now we're just talking about people that you associated with uh-huh. and people you might see on social media, people you might see once in a while. And they go, yo, what's good? Like, yo, you look like you down. Right. It depends on the conversation that I had previously. It could have been last week. It could have been last month. The last person I told what was wrong with me didn't get it. So now I'm like, I got nothing for y'all. Because nah, I'm the opposite. I take people, I take people at how they come at me so it's, it's individual I might not be as willing to talk but depending on the person's energy or who the person is person A might just be a fucking asshole who just didn't care about how I felt alright so fuck you person A I'm not even attempting to tell you shit but person B might be a bit more genuine with how they approach me with asking me what I'm dealing with so it might be a little more inclined or I might be in a better mood than I was the last time I attempted to have this conversation there's a lot of different variables for me that play into what I am in am not going to tell a person that's asking me about my, you know I'm saying, my well-being. If person A shits on me, person B is going to have to be like, listen, man, you can, ch- listen, I'm here to listen, I got you. They're going to have to make me feel comfortable in the moment. Right. You're, you, a- you're just saying, oh, A, you laughed at me? Well, fuck you then. A, B, this is what happened to me. It's just like, mm, it's, it's that easy? No, 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 no. It's not that easy. But I, like I said, it all depends on person B in general you know what I'm saying like we ain't gotta be necessarily best of friends but if you got a good heart and at that moment of us actually having that conversation if it's genuine and it's real like I actually can see if you're engaged or interested in what the fuck I gotta say or not with determine you know what I'm saying like in addition to how I feel with determine based how much I'm gonna go into that conversation mm. Well, there might be something that I need to I don't work. give everybody the same treatment. I really treat everybody on an individual basis. I ain't going to do the same thing for real that I do for flaw because it's two different, two different relationships. You know what I'm saying? Well, it depends on how you taking it. Bro. I might give you, out of my 600 bill, I, I might give you 20 mil, but then I see he need help. I might not give him the money, but I might get it done for him based on our relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't trust you with the money, nigga. <laughs> but I'll do it for you. <laughs> I'll fuck with you enough to do it for you. Ain't got no bread for you. Know you but let me know like, what it is. Yeah, right, I'll, right, I'll take right. care of it. <laughs> right. I'm saying, you can't give me the... Th- nah, nah, My nah. car in the shop. I need like a quarter <laughs> I'm mil. I'm saying, you can't give me the bread? Like, nah, 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 nah. My I'll take it to the shop, shop for you. a quarter mil. <laughs> what? Fuck kind of car you got? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how I do it. All right. So we can get into our uh, fresher fiasco. Oh, fresher fiasco. What's up, everybody? This is Dan, a.k.a. Dan on Drugs. And I am Afro Becky, a.k.a. Afro Becky. And we are the Black Law and Legal Lies Podcast, a weekly legal podcast for the culture. Each week, we have conversations with our co-host, Anne, a licensed and practicing slash ratchet-ass attorney, as well as myself, a rehabilitated criminal and our lovely, esteemed moderator, Afro Becky. Most of our topics are legal in nature, and we discuss them in a relatable way. We release new episodes every Tuesday. Yo, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Or you can find us on social media at Black Law Podcast. So check us out. Or don't. Hey! What? Sometimes people do like the opposites. 
Um, if you don't know, we give y'all a list of things that we talk about, and we answer the question, whether it's fresh or fiasco, with an explanation. So, here we go. Here we go. Going through the same thing. The Golden State Warriors championship rings have a secret comp- the, the compartment. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to call it. Their rings open up. For some reason, you can take off the top, and you can probably put a penny in it or something. I don't know. Fresher fiasco. That shit is fresh, yo. It's a fire-ass ring. Now, I don't think most niggas who wear, who win, like, the uh, the championship in their sport go around wearing their rings on a daily basis. It's not an actual ring that you wear for daily purpose. It's a trophy case piece. So you put that bitch in a fucking China, some shit like that, and when motherfuckers come to your crib and they walk past your collection of accomplishments, you can go, there's my 2018 Golden State Warriors ring that we beat when we won the world, when we whipped the, uh, the Cavaliers' ass. And you have it displayed with the fucking piece out separately right next to each other. That's fire. Fiasco. That shit is fire. Fiasco. I'm wearing my rings. No, you're not. It's just too all, fucking big, bro. Oh my rings, bro, they man. too big. So, you're not wearing those fucking before rings. Before I step out the house, you're I'm fucking. Putting, you're gonna you're gonna have the strongest knuckles of all time. You're gonna be able to pluck your fucking son across the room if you're wearing those championship rings on a regular basis. They too heavy, I'm walking bro. Walking in the Starbucks. Did hey, you, sir, what kind yo, of coffee? Literally, you want? that shit was like this big on that nigga finger, bro. I'm like rubbing. I'm rubbing my forehead. Like this. I'm rubbing my forehead to see what I'm thinking about what I want. Put my hand on the uh, counter. Hmm. How much security this. you ride around with hmm. with those fucking rings on? None, because I'm good. Nigga. It's a fiasco. I don't. I don't see why the rings open. It means nothing. And it's reversible too. The top part is reversible. One got regular diamonds on it, and the other side got blue sapphire diamonds on it. Like that Bruh. shit fire as Bruh. hell. That's a fiasco, man. Yo, you a fucking hater, yo. <laughs> Who don't want some trash. shit like that? Who don't want a reversible ring with different diamonds on it? That's like, what we doing now. First off, you don't even wear the ring. So now it's reversible. You don't even wear them. You just said it. Nobody Let me ask you a rings. question. How would you feel if this was a Miami Heat championship ring? Well, we got three of those things, and so none of our joints open up and reverse. And you're hating because and of good it. good with that. I'm not hating. We got three. We good. Man, that ring fire as hell. All rings, each year them shits do something different that they ain't do before or have a different cut or make of some shit that they ain't had a previous year. That shit fire, man. You a hater. Fresh or fiasco. Some cities are enforcing the 12-year-old trick-or-treat age limit. Those who are caught trick-or-treating over the age of 12 can do up to six months prison time. Fresh or fiasco. Shout out to Virginia. Yeah. (sighs) Um, that shit is trash, bro. That shit is a fiasco. I can't... All right, now... I do believe there should be an age limit on trick-or-treating. But 12? 12? And then the penalty is six months? I go to jail for six months for trick-or-treating? That's some bullshit. Now, when I first read it, I thought that the shit was 12 and under. I, but I, I missed the, the jail time. I thought they were trying to keep the younger kids from trick-or-treating and up being in the streets all late. But anybody over 12 can't trick-or-treat, and then you get hit six months? Like, why can't you just give me a fucking certificate or some shit? Like, I, why? <laughs> a fucking, uh, uh, what's, that, what's that shit my man on high-high? My man on the bike was riding around on the campus giving people a citation. 
That's the shit. <laughs> fuck, I got to go to jail for trick-or-treating? And how the fuck is this going to happen anyway? Like, is it going to be police patrolling houses, asking for ID before they knock on the door to, I think to say trick-or-treat? I, I think it's going to be some um, some snitches waiting at the door. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, ma'am. How old are you? I'm 11, bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, and I don't got no ID. Kiss my eyes, so what? <laughs> I'm 11, bitch. Like, it's fuck. Like, yeah, you gonna have on a mask, your mustache? Yeah, like how old are you? I'm eleven. I'm eleven. Voice deep as eleven, bitch. <laughs> Let me see your ID. You're not eleven. Um, I don't have. An ID. I'm eleven, I'm lady. 11. I don't have no fucking ID. I like. I don't see how this even like works. Like, how do you get them? Like, police just riding around pulling over kids. Hey, how old are you tonight? Like. Sounds like racial profiling. Like, I'm going to go. Or discriminational profiling. Some shit. I'm going to definitely go fiasco. Just the last few years seeing the adults kind of more excited to trick-or-treat than kids are these days. Um, yeah. With the outfits that people are actually wearing. Like, these adults are actually in full costume. costume. Shit is fun, man. And they're taking <laughs> their children. And they're not necessarily. Well. You see, eat your kids trick-or-treat candy? Huh? You eat your kids Halloween candy? They got some Snickers in the joint. <laughs> okay. Um, but still, the parents that I've seen, they take their kids trick-or-treating. They don't necessarily go trick-or-treating. So I can kind of understand adults trick-or-treating, taking kids from the candy. Maybe, maybe not. I still think it's fiasco, though, because adults are having a good time. Um, I'm not a big fan I mean, of Halloween anyway. They just can't trick-or-treat. Like, you can still... Still dress up. You can still go to, like, adult Halloween parties and you know what I'm saying? shit like that. that. You just shouldn't be on the street trick-or-treating. It's fucked up. Be with your kids, dress up, but what, just don't go... What is the trick-or-treating trick or treat age limit? What is I it? I didn't know there was one. I'm just saying, like... There is what, one. I'm just saying, what age do you feel like, okay, you're a little too old to be out here going door-to-door and trick-or-treat? There isn't one. I, I've, I I've never looked at it. I never looked at it that way. Now, my kids, my son is 17, my daughter's 15. I asked them, did they want a trick-or-treat? They said no. So I guess it's an era where if you're re- if you're really young, you want to get dressed up and do it, and then you get to that teenage age where you think you're just too cool, then you don't want to do it. I say, and about, then you become an adult, and you be like, man, I want to dress up and be the Black Panther. I say about I say I think seventeen is too old to be trick or treating, like sixteen, seventeen. I think it's too old. to 16, be 16, seventeen, you should be throwing parties in at a house or something. So yeah. But not shouldn't because you can still be trick or treating at seventeen. But I would think that at that age you'd be more likely to go to a trick or t- a Halloween party, party, right? Some type of party or event instead oh, of going yeah. door to door. That shit is dangerous anyway. My motherfuckers is crazy. So that's a double fiasco. Yeah, that, was, right. that was the two we got. No, fresher fiasco. Kobe Bryant, double one. Oh yeah, that's right. Removed from the film festival panel because of the two thousand and three rat- rape allegations. Fresher fiasco. It's fucking bullshit, bro. Fiasco. Why am I being penalized for something that I was not convicted of? Alleged. 2003. How many years ago was that? Was it 2018? About 15 years ago? 15 years ago. Is my math off? 13? It's 15. You, you good. 15. Oh, good. Oh! <laughs> Ain't not like doing math. <laughs> nah, oh, but you listen, some track, when you nigga. freestyle, but listen, when you freestyle math... It, it can get thrown off. Somebody give this man a round of applause because he clearly wants one. I give myself a round of applause. You sound like you give yourself, you know what? You gave yourself a medal for being stupid. <laughs> That's what that was. Carry on. Anyway, um, uh, it's a fiasco. It's a fiasco. It was in 2003. It was alleged. 
I think he paid her out of court. Some shit like that. There was a settlement out of court. Never went to court. So he's never actually deemed or convicted a rapist. Um, I mean, the, the, the court of public opinion is stronger than the actual court of law anyway. Because it lasts a lot longer. But I think it's fiasco. Just because I feel like that was so long ago. And... It wasn't like it was hidden. It wasn't like the woman on some Bill Cosby shit where the woman who that happened to just now accused them of it. And they were like, wait a minute, nigga, you out here raping bitches. Hold on. We don't want you a part of this shit. It was a situation that was well known. It was brought to light. It was settled. And it's been over for a long fucking time. It's a fiasco. It has nothing to do with the film festival or whatever the fuck they got going on. And who is the film festival, people? Who was it that said, you know what, Kobe? You raped the bitch in 2003, bro. I don't want you over here. Like, what was that committee? I'm going to go fiasco because this is just happening to... This is... Um, and listen, I'm going to say it. And this goes back to the Bill Cosby thing. This is only happening to the black men. The the sexual assaulters and the rapers that are movie directors or people who Albert own, Winston, or, whatever the fuck his name is. All these big companies still get their job till further notice. But Kobe Bryant's uh, people of the world, the black people of the world... Get kicked to the curve immediately. But if I'm Kobe Bryant, I will become a silent partner. Invest your money and lay low. They don't want you around. You are. They don't want you to win, Kobe. You are, in the eyes of many, a rapist. Sorry. You shouldn't have went to Colorado and cheated on your wife. Because that's basically what it stems to. If you aren't a rapist, you cheated on your wife. And this just ain't the climate. Climbing for none of that. So many layers. So either way, you messed up big time. So you got the bread, you got the idea, you got the energy. Be a silent partner. It's another hard thing about being a black man in America. Once you get put in a light for some shit, you win that light. Once you're no forever. longer looked at as perfect, you've done. Yeah. If you're looked at as perfect, if you're looked at as the perfect. second you do one thing, you are done. I think that's stupid, though. Honestly, I just assume everybody do some bullshit behind closed doors. Motherfuckers just get caught. I assume and, everybody do some dumb shit at some point. Like, I don't be mad at niggas. Like, when some shit be wild. I'm like, damn, bro. Like, you out here wilding. And other shit, I'm like, man, like, leave that nigga alone. But yeah, so I'm going to go fiasco. But at the same time, Kobe, you, you know what time it is. You know what year we in. You know what we doing these days. Just stay a silent partner. And you ain't got to worry about this no more. And as long as nobody else pop up and say you raped them, man, you should be good. Hopefully that's... <laughs> Hopefully that's the case. <laughs> Hopefully that's the Hopefully case. Hopefully that's the case. Because all they got to do is say you did it and that's you're That's all they got to do is say it. it. That's it. So, we got a fuck is you doing, right? Yes. Fuck is you doing? Uh, can I be blessed with the smooth times by J.J. Icefish, please? Fuck is you doing? Segment material with that one. Shout out to JJ Icefish. Um, so as as who? Okay, I'm not sure with who does or does not keep up with boxing, but if you do, I'm sure the name Deontay Wilder has come across your uh, timeline or boxing feed, wherever it is you get your boxing information from. You've seen his name. I believe his record is 40 and 0, nicknamed the Bronx Bomber. 
hell of a right hand. Well, he has a fight coming up. Can't remember exactly who he's fighting. But he had a uh, interview. I believe it was on ESPN on one of those talk shows, one of those sports talk shows. What is it? Tyson Fury. That was the show? He was on. That's the guy he's fighting. Okay. He's fighting Tyson Fury. Sounds like a fucking Street Fighter character, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's fighting Tyson Fury, and he was on ESPN doing one of the shows, doing an interview. And they wanted to ask him, or they put him to a test to see how hard he punches. And he decided to show his arm strength on the mascot. The mascot standing there bouncing around like, come on, man. Yeah, I'll take your punch, whatever. Mr. Wilder proceeded to hit the mascot with such a furious right hand that the mascot fell. I don't know how closely y'all watched the video, but you can see the plastic eyeball on the mascot pop the fuck off when he hit the nigga. The plastic eyeball on the mascot flew off when he hit the mascot with his punch. Mascot goes down like a sack of potatoes. It's later said that Deontay Wilder did not know that a real person was inside the fucking mascot. Now, I don't know where the fuck you from, Mr. Wilder. And I don't know what the fuck y'all put in the mascots. But as far as I know, what the fuck else could it have been? Because there's only people that perform in mascots. Has he never been to a professional game of any kind? Hell, even high school games. You ain't got to be professional. High school games. It's a mascot. What the fuck else could have possibly been inside this costume? What was it? It wasn't a robot. You would have broke your fucking hand. You wouldn't be able to fight. I'm very confused as to this boxing man's mind. Now, I'm trying to override the stereotype that boxers aren't the smartest motherfuckers in the world. Like, that's a stereotype out there. They're dumb. They just fight. They're brutes. They're gladiators, whatever. But I would like to have a little bit more faith in his intelligence to believe that he had to know there was a human being inside this fucking mascot. Did I mention that the mascot's jaw was broken? The guy inside the fucking costume, he, not only did he pop off the mascot's eye, but he broke the guy inside the mascot's jaw. I'm suing this nigga, man. I'm suing him. Flat out. You might need to double up this bag for this fight because I'm about to get you. Uh, Mr. Wilder, for you to be oh, a grown-ass man, I'm pretty sure you've come across a lot of mascots in your life. I'm not sure if you have children or not, but if you do, if you don't, I'm pretty sure you got nieces and nephews, little cousins and stuff that have had parties, that have had mascots come to entertain the kids. Did you beat them up to? I, I don't know what's going on here, man. I'm a little bit confused as to why you thought there was anything else inside this mascot other than a person for you to weigh your entire full strength of a punch on and break his jaw. Mr. Wilder, what the fuck are you doing? It just don't make no sense. No, he hit the nail, man. Broke that motherfucker's jaw. I guess he can still do his job though. I mean, it ain't like a mascot need his voice to talk shit, right? He don't need his, he don't need his job. He don't need his voice to do his job. Keep mascotting with his fucking jaw. Under the fucking outfit.
with his yeah. with his sue money. <laughs> so are, are we doing this new segment now? Do you got the song? I got the song. I want. All right. Well, we as the podcast brothers, we some old school. Well, I'm I'm a '90s guy. You more like a '2000s guy. Yeah. I found myself riding around listening. I to, vary. I vary. I found myself listening listening to Method Man this week, and I said, "Man, I got to do better. I can't be listening to you all I need in 2018. It's got to be something else that's hot." So, what we want to attempt to do is try to play a hot record from this current week. So every Friday they drop new music, and I seen on Spotify. Um, you might got a song from last week's Friday mm-hmm. off Usher's album. Yeah. What's that record called? The the song of the week that I'm going to nominate this week is off of Usher's new album. I'm stuck between two songs, but either one is fire. One is, the album's called A. Usher's new album's called A. One song that I fuck with is Peace Sign, and the other one is Birthday. Fire. Fire-ass records. I think I'm going to go with Peace Sign, though. Okay. I'm going to go with Peace Sign. You're going to go with Peace Sign? So we're going to play Usher Peace Sign. We're going to play Usher Peace Sign right now. Your pick. Yes, fire record. In my, my opinion, you got your phone on you. Yeah, Usher in a trap. Like All it ain't right. no shit like that. Like so, the name of the song is called 
The name of the song is called Sunflower, and it's by Post Malone, Sway Lee. Post Malone is Sway Lee. Sway Lee, my boy. Yeah, so that's that's the that's the track, and I'm we're about to play it right now. Sunflower by Post okay. Malone okay. and uh, Sway Lee. So that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be playing some new music to try to keep up with the times, man. Because, once again, I could do better than 1995 remixes. I'm telling you, man. I shouldn't stay in that zone. Now, people say a lot of shit about today's music, but that's just the surface shit. The shit that you hear on the surface is a lot of bullshit. But there's still niggas making good music, man. It's still niggas making good music. I think too many. It's like by the time you get to the end of the year, you're going to be like, yo. I'm just waiting for Meek album to drop. I feel like that'll be the last piece, the last artist. They'll be like, okay, heavy hitter and drop some good music. I feel like that would be very, very good. So this was episode 108 at the Starbucks. How do you think it went? How you? I think it went fucking amazing, man. I'm sitting in here. You know, it's great to be able to see outside while we record it for once. Because we yeah. normally be in basements and shit. Like, we can see outside. There's people in the Starbucks watching us do our thing, walking in and out as they get in their beverages and whatnot. It's pretty cool, man. I, I, I like this atmosphere. Dope lighting. Um, surrounded and it's by fucking caramel latte uh, uh, frappuccino. It's on the money, baby. Yes, sir. Shout out like, to Starbucks, man. If you like what you heard, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Fact, though. Also on Google Podcasts and Spotify. Fact, though. And don't forget YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube, man. 
Yo, man. It's Podcast Brothers, episode 108. I am your boy Fresco. Been famous on Twitter, Fresco Fame on Instagram. And I'm your boy Flaw 700. On everything. Hey,